Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Lord Jeffrey Archer is one of my favorite writers of fiction. It's a privilege to welcome him back to the program. Lord Archer, thanks for being here. Thank you, Michael, very much. Good to be back on the show. You are back, sir, with Tell Tale, which is a collection of short stories, most which are predicated on some level of fact. I have a confession for you. Would you like to hear it? I would like to hear it. All right. Not a penny more, not a penny less. Shall we tell the president, Cain and Abel, prodigal daughter, first among equals, matter of honor, as the crow flies, honor among thieves, the fourth estate, 11th commandment, sons of fortune, false impression, a prisoner of birth and paths of glory. Read and loved them all. However... The Clifton Chronicles were an immense success. Number one, New York Times bestsellers. I sat them out. I should be embarrassed to tell you. You're a disgrace. (laughs) What you should do to recover your position is buy number one, purchase number one, 
only time will tell, which you'll get now in paperback at a very reasonable price. And if you don't like it, you don't have the other six. But what we've found is that 92% of people who purchased Only Time Will Tell have read all seven volumes. So I would ask you, Michael, to give the first one a try. I'm going to do that, and I, I don't quite know what was and going... call me back when you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was going on in my world when the first came out, but then I felt like I was behind the curve. It is disgraceful. Well, it's, listen, it, it's great to have you back in the realm of of short story because I'm halfway through Telltale and thoroughly enjoying it. Do you, Lord Archer, do you happen to have a copy yes, of the Chris. book handy? I do, sir. All right. I'd love it if you would indulge my listeners in the following way. You tell very early on and then you circle back to this at the end of the book. How many years ago, an editor from Reader's Digest invited you to write a 100-word story with a beginning, middle, and end. Would you explain the request and indulge us by simply reading those 100 words? Certainly. Um, They called in the morning. It was all clearly planned by Reader's Digest. They called in the morning and said, the New York Times has come out saying you're arguably the greatest storyteller alive. We wish to test that claim. Uh, We want you to write a hundred-word story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. It has to be original, and you only have 24 hours. Are you willing to take up the challenge? So I said, yes, I was. Put the phone down, and I have to say it took 24 hours. I was awake most of the night. (laughs) The problem was getting the story in my mind. And then when I got up at six in the morning, so I had five hours still before the Americans would wake up, before the sun rose over New York, I started writing. The first draft was 116 words. The second draft was 108 words, the third 102, and then I got down to 98 and had to put two Two words back in place. Um, That's a fascinating challenge. So when I read it, if you get the book Telltale, which is in every good bookshop in America, you can read it yourself and see if you can find the two words I had to put back in. (laughs) Go ahead, read it to us. I will. I'm on air. Paris, the 14th of March... 1921. The collector relit his cigar, picked up the magnifying glass, and studied the triangular 1874 Cape of Good Hope. I did warn you there were two, said the dealer, so yours is not unique. How much? 10,000 francs. The collector wrote out a check before taking a puff on his cigar, but it was no longer a light. He picked up a match, struck it, and set light to the stamp. The dealer stared in disbelief as the stamp went up in smoke. The collector smiled. You were wrong, my friend, he said. Mine is unique. It's a hell of a story. 
That is that a... The challenge, as I said, was having a beginning, <laughs> a middle, and an end. And using words, Michael, that could cover a whole lot of sins, because you can't describe anyone. In fact, you can't describe anything. Uh, and so the collector relit. The collector is important. Relit is important. And indeed, the title of the story, Unique, is important. So even before you've read six or seven words, it's very in, you've got into the story. So if anyone listening uh, sees it in Telltale, there's a challenge going on in Britain, and why wouldn't you do it in the United States? For those people who want to be writers, to write a hundred-word story. Is it, let's use this as an example of Lord Archer's approach to writing. Is this the sort of thing that you had in a notebook as an idea? And when you got the telephone no. call from Reader's Digest, you said, aha, I'll use it. No. So where did it come uh, from? It was a genuine challenge where I had to actually think up the story overnight. That, that actually, that part of the challenge, I find the most exciting part of all. I, thinking up the stories for me, is the most exciting part of all. No, if I'd had the idea, and I've written 92 short stories in my lifetime, if I'd had the idea, I would have, uh, it would have already made one of my short story collections. I noticed from the table of contents, I said I'm halfway through the brand new book, Tell Tale, which is a collection of short stories by Jeffrey Archer, the number one New York Times bestselling author, truly, literally one of the most successful, widely published uh, authors in the world. And it's great to have him back on the program. I note from the table of contents because there's a uh, an asterisk next to those that were inspired by real events, and it's the vast majority of them. But, of course, there's always a twist in the tale uh, with Jeffrey Archer. Well, with short stories, you have to know the beginning, the middle, and the end before you pick up your pen. With novels, you set off in a particular direction. And, indeed, it's possible you may go in a completely different direction, and the middle and the end will not be at all what you planned. You can't do that with a short story. You can't arrive two-thirds through and pray you'll get an ending. You almost start in your mind with the ending. And to answer your question, Michael, in my travels around the world, different countries, different histories, different religions, different backgrounds, you pick up stories. And, and sometimes they're, they're not worth remembering or writing. And then a little gem comes along and you think the readers will enjoy that. And so you make a little note just to remind you, because I haven't been able to write short stories for the past 10 years because of the commitment to the Clifton Chronicles. That was a vast commitment, seven books in a row. So when, I, when they arose, I just wrote a few lines and then waited until the end of the Clifton Chronicles, until I'd done the seventh book, This Was a Man, and then started on the short stories. The first short story in Telltale is Who Killed the Mayor? How much is fact? How much is fiction? I picked up the story in Spain in a newspaper uh, where a small village in Spain, it was discovered the mayor had been murdered and the police were sent in from a bigger authority to find the murderer. And every single person they interviewed claimed to have killed the mayor. 
that was what was in the paper, so they couldn't close the case. And from that, which was half a dozen lines in a Spanish newspaper, I took that and turned it into Who Killed the Mayor. And, and well, I'm not giving it away, but the, 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 the twist at the end, that's Jeffrey Archer's. Oh, that's, that's Jeffrey I'm Archer's. Afraid, I'm, I'm afraid that's me. I mean, I sort of saw where the end was going. Right. But I thought, if I'm going, I've got to have a twist that makes them gasp. And uh, yes, I got that before I sat down to write the story. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. 
Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Where are you when you're writing Telltale? Paint the picture for me. Is there music playing? Is there coffee brewing? Are you having a cocktail? Is it morning? Is it night? I want to know everything. I'm very privileged. I have a lovely home in Mallorca where I write. And I have a room overlooking the sea. And I start at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I do 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And then I take a two-hour break. Then I do uh, 10 o'clock until 12 o'clock and take a two-hour break. Then I do 2 o'clock until 4 o'clock, take a two-hour break. And the last session, 6 until 8, I'll read through what I've done that day. I'll be in bed by 9.30, 10, up again at 5.30. First draft takes about five to six weeks, 350 hours, and I present a copy to my editor at my publishing house probably after 12 drafts, 13 drafts, to let her see it, and by then it's pretty well there, but I, by then I need a second opinion. Are you writing old school, or are you typing and using a computer? I, I, I've seen a typewriter, and of course I understand how it works. <laughs> and my wife has the most amazing modern machinery where you almost only have to talk to it, and it does as it's told. But no, I still use a pen and like to see it move across the paper. In those two-hour increments, how much is spent writing and how much is spent thinking? The thinking is done before. I'll probably wake about three or four in the morning if I'm worried about tomorrow. If I haven't got tomorrow sorted out, I automatically wake at two or three in the morning. If tomorrow is sorted out, I, I seem to last a little longer. So during, there's almost an invisible session, say between... Uh, three and five, when I'm saying, well, he's gone into this room, the wife's gone away, the car isn't there, now what, how am I going to get these three together? And, and I play it over and over and over, and usually by five, six o'clock, when I get into my room, it's been the next half dozen pages have been sorted out. I imagine I'm about to ask the equivalent of of which of your two sons is your favorite. But as I look at at Lord Archer's credentials inside Telltale, and it has the Clifton Chronicles and the novels and the short stories and the plays and the prison diaries and the screenplays of, of is there one of which you're most proud? Well, the public have decided it's Cain and Abel. Right. Me, me included. Yeah, me included. Oh, really? Absolutely. Uh, uh, well, it's on its hundredth reprint and we're not sure there's anyone else who's got a hundred reprints certainly uh, harper lee with uh, to kill a mockingbird had a hundred reprints but we're not sure if anyone else out there has so the public have decided that it's cain and abel i personally think a prisoner of birth is as good and again the public have thought that uh, the clifton chronicles as a group were of the same at the same standard. All right, I'm getting the message, and I'm promising you only time will tell is soon to be on my nightstand. Hey, one final question. And if, then you will call me again. <laughs> one final question. Uh, of course you served five terms in the House of Commons, 22 years in the House of Lords. We live in such interesting times. Do you miss that chapter of your life? I do, but I'm fascinated by politics still and keep in daily touch with my friends in the House of Lords. And indeed, I went down on Saturday to speak for a 
uh, a minister of the crown in his constituency. So I'm still vaguely involved without being uh, uh, closely involved. I'm equally interested in American politics. I could never have predicted that Trump would be the candidate, let alone the president of the United States. I'm an old-fashioned politician, so I assumed Jeb Bush uh, and the governor of New Jersey were the two serious front-runners and was genuinely surprised when Trump came through. In fact, I think in three years' time, what will be really fascinating, Michael, is one, who is the Republican candidate? Two, if Trump isn't the Republican candidate, will he stand as an independent? Three, who will be the Democratic candidate? And could it be someone like Angelina Jolie or... Uh, another well-known personality like George Clooney, as are we going in the direction of having personalities or famous people standing for president rather than people who've spent their whole lives in politics? This climate must make your job more difficult because it, it, yes. it really strains credulity, that which is going on on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, the BBC led its news program about a month ago on the words, Jeffrey Archer couldn't have written what we're about to tell you. <laughs> so yes, the answer is, if I sat down to wrote a, write a political novel about the United States of America that was up to date, you've got to think four years ahead, uh, and you probably, real events will overtake you. Lord Archer, I would love to chat with you longer, but I, I need go to Amazon.com and order a copy of Only Time Will Tell. Given that Along I, with the millions of your listeners. Given that I already am in possession of Telltale, a collection of short stories which I am thoroughly enjoying. I, I can't tell you Thank what a privilege you. it is to have you back, and I hope someday I get to make your acquaintance. Yes, please. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Michael. That's Jeffrey Archer. The book is titled Telltale. It's a collection of short stories. Uh, I love... Hey, how great, how great that he read... The 100 word short story. Is that the best? I'm, I'm so glad he played I, I along am with that. mesmerized. <laughs> and I want, I, I'm thinking of Emma, who's a writer, and I, I think the 100 word challenge is sort of extraordinary. What are the two words that he added into that? I was listening so carefully and it seemed so precisely edited. I couldn't imagine that he put two in or there were two that weren't okay. it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it was like a surgeon. Can I share with you? I, I thought Ooh. I would be overstepping my bounds if I asked him to do it <clears throat> again. But at the end of the book, there is this coincidences are frowned upon in a novel, whereas in real life, they regularly occur. I had already read the proofs of telltale and returned them to my publisher when Reader's Digest announced they would be relaunching their 100-word short story competition later this year. The commissioning editor of Reader's Digest invited me to take up the challenge a second time and produce a 100-word tale within 24 hours. The result? The perfect murder. I hope you enjoy my latest effort, and if you are a closet author yourself, perhaps you should finally come out and also take up the challenge. So, he concludes the book with another 100-word story. Ready? Because I'll read it. Albert stared at the prisoner standing in the dock. 
well aware he hadn't committed the murder. Albert had struck the fatal blows moment after Yvonne admitted she was seeing another man. He slipped out of her flat and into a telephone box on the other side of the road. When his rival appeared, he dialed 999. Twenty minutes later, two detectives dragged the innocent man out of her apartment, threw him in the back of a police car, and sirens blazing, sped off. Do you find the defendant guilty or not guilty of murder? The foreman rose. Guilty, said Albert. That's Jeffrey Archer. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC.